Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the, the biggest, biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzie Stevens. Well, Donka Shane, that one is over. Auf Wiedersehen, Patriots. Leave them all in Germany for all I care. On behalf of the Six Rings postgame show, Patriots Nation, the NFL, and the entirety of the United States of America, I would like to offer this. Dear world, dear Germany, the host of the past two weeks of American football offseas, and everyone who had to bear witness to that atrocity of a football game, we are truly, truly, truly sorry. Our number one sport, perhaps our greatest export, is much better than that, usually. That is not indicative of the kind and style of football that we were so used to and relished for almost two straight decades here in New England and everywhere people care about the New England Patriots. And while tens of thousands of Patriots fans made their way to Frankfurt, Germany, marching, if you will, unlike the offense too frequently today, on the streets of Frankfurt to show their solidarity and support of the New England Patriots, I can say with much certainty that that is one of the worst football games my beloved Foxborough football franchise has ever played or that I have ever watched in my almost 50 years here on earth. Again, we humbly apologize. Thank you so much. Go Pats. And now it's time for the Six Rings postgame show. Oh, my God. Everybody. Just. Get... <laughs> I mean, Andy, it's Fitzy. It's Andy Hart. It's producer Joe Braverman. Fitzy, I've never heard you at a loss for words like this. I don't even know what to say anymore because I just feel like I'm repeating the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I'm sort of laughing in a maniacal capacity because I can't believe what I just watched. That was truly. Because it's that or crying. Well, no, it's truly one of the. I mean, I, I, I mean our in, job is in, to analyze, and it's very easy to analyze. You in, don't have an NFL starting quarterback. You don't no. have a head coach capable of leading you to victory. And if Robert Kraft is serious about turning this around, you will have a new quarterback and a new coach for the 2024 season. You have Mac Jones benched for the third time this season after what I believe is the worst throw of his career. Oh, hands Absolutely. down. That's it. Like, that's it. M- Mike Gusecki's open in the end zone. You can win this football game, which, by the way, this was a second straight red zone trip that he uh-huh. tried to throw the ball away. He did it the previous red zone trip, but the Colts guy didn't want to take the interception. Who was number 33 for the Colts, Andy? Because he was obviously the receiver on that play, and it looks like Hunter Henry almost had to yeah. play defensive back. It was such a bad Terrible. throw. I mean, this was Mac Jones bottoming out, losing his job. He gets replaced, obviously, for the final drive by Bailey Zappi. But the details are irrelevant. And, you know, snarky me. This is a crowd that's used to relegation. That looked like a football team that if this were in NFL uh, Europe, this would be you'd be relegated. You'd no longer be playing at the highest level. I'm not joking, Andy. When I say leave them all in Germany, like there'd be room on the private plane. I'd tell them that there's a problem with Lufthansa and aircraft and everything else. You know, they probably see it as a reward for their behavior and their terrible, putrid football effort. But the defense, Ramondre, Zeke, and David Andrews, they can have a flight home. Everyone else, stay. Go somewhere else. Think about what you did. Take the bye week off to reconsider a lot of the decisions and efforts that you've made. Mac Jones, uh, that's it. Uh, What is the German for? I think it is uh, Est Uf Off. That is it. It is over. The Mac Jones era, I don't understand. If, If the Patriots start Mac Jones, 
against the New York Giants. And by the way, yes, here is the six rings in football things. Post-game show live on WEI. Let me set the table first, Andy, because while I was at a loss for words, more upon put upon, I've got a lot of words to offer, and I know you do as well here. We'll be live with you until 4 o'clock today, at which point we'll send you to the magic of another football game that I can guarantee you will not be as bad as Patriots-Colts. I don't think there's any way another football game can be as bad as Patriots versus Colts from Frankfurt. To think that Brady Manning, the greatest rivalry of the 21st century and maybe of all time between two elite God-given gifts of quarterbacks has fallen this far. Ah, shame on everyone involved. Anyway, you can call us up. I'm sure the phone lines will be infuriated. 617-779-7937. Did Pats fans even want to see the Patriots win this game after all? Maybe so, maybe not, but you certainly didn't want to watch the team lose this way and watch Bill Belichick and especially the Kraft family just be thoroughly embarrassed by this putrid effort. The socials, at FitzyGFY, at Jumbo Hart, and at WEEI, the text line, which Joe will monitor, which will probably be littered with choice metaphors and colorful words, is 37937. Uh, Andy, I just don't, I'll start straight up right here. I mean, the fact that, like, the crowd is chanting Zappy in Frankfurt, it's, it's, it's not as embarrassing because now at this point, you can say Mac Jones does not deserve to start another football game for the Patriots, whether it's Patricia or Belichick or himself or the bad line or personnel or this or that that broke him, that's messed him up, whatever, it's just not working. It has to come to an end. If he didn't throw the pick, which he did with just a couple minutes, I believe it was four minutes, 20 seconds left in the game, he tried to throw it away just moments prior, never was steady on his feet the whole game. Now, of course, he got battered, bruised, and tossed around like a sack of potatoes in the first half. I think six sacks on the half, including... A near NFL record, if I'm not mistaken, Mr. Hart, five consecutive drives yeah. that ended with a sack. Yeah. Now, it was some of it was his own creation. The line sure. wasn't good, and he did his usual freak out and F up Mac Jones thing where he just <laughs> is not comfortable. Is that the official term that we're going with? Yep. Yep. I mean, I don't know how, as I retweeted when Billy O'Brien was absolutely lambasting oh. him, Billy O'Brien is all of us. Anybody who has to watch these games because it's their job or chooses to watch these games because they're trying to stay loyal to their team, um, that's how you feel. Just the frustration of watching Mac Jones trying to do his job, and it's not all him because I got plenty of response. Oh, how about the line and the receivers? And the Yes, I know. The whole team sucks. It is what it is. But Mac Jones is the quarterback. He's the guy that's at the center of the screen at all times. He's the guy with the ball, so he's going to get the brunt of our frustrations He's not good. It was a journeyman quarterback for the Colts versus a soon-to-be journeyman quarterback for the Patriots. And as many fans responded to me, they'd rather have the Colts journeyman quarterback. He's a little bit more entertaining. Oh, my God. Can you believe this? Our old pal Steve Peralt wins since the start of October. Red Sox won. Patriots won. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, what is it? What is what is uh, I mean, every meme line, every something that makes us sound twice as old as we are applies now. Uh, but I'll just start with what fresh hell is this? What? What? Uh, what has happened? Andy, I felt so badly. Honestly, I felt so badly. I think this was a moment the entire world or at least Patriots fans on mass just completely were broken hearted. It was an incompletion, I believe, on a third down. Maybe it was a sack. There were so many to choose from one or the one way or the other. It was something unproductive displayed, and sucky. It just, just a lot of a lot of suck all over the place. Um, ineptitude galore. You, uh, you can you, uh, you have a buffet to choose from. But 
when Robert Kraft was watching a play and still had a little hope in his face, and the, that insert interception sack or incompletion came here, and his face just sunk, and Jonathan was stone faced, like because he's emotionally resigned. I think to that was team. the uh, that was the near interception on the goal line. It was the near. Thank you, Braverman. That's right, Joe. Uh, it was the near interception on the goal line, not the ultimate interception that we've been railing on the last couple minutes. And Robert Kraft's face just sunk, and I felt so badly for him. Now I know he has had his hands in a lot of what has led to this mess, uh, this disaster of a season, and it's the first time they've been two and eight. Andy, I'm going to ha- I'm going to lean on you momentarily the, as the stats info corrections department. Yep. Is this the first time they've been 2 and 8 since the year 2000 or 2 and yes. 8 ever? No, 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 obviously the they went 1 and 15 once. Yeah. So, no, since the year 2000 which Robert left out of his pregame interview when he said he's been the owner for 30 years and he's never been 2 and 7. He was 2 and 7 and 2 and 8 in 2000 Belichick's first year. Oh my god. Uh, just... I'd bury it too. You don't want to remember those seasons, Robert, and I agree with you. It's much nicer to remember like 14 and 2, oh, 16 and 0, oh, but Sadly, sad times have returned to Patriot Nation. Oh, I mean, we were jesting this week on the radio and on the Six Rings podcast saying dark times have fallen upon us. The darkest. This is the worst team I can remember watching. I don't I don't specifically remember the ineptitude of the early 90s, the Dick McPherson era. Like I remember it, but I don't truly like each detail and the way things went. It was just a different time. But this is. This is bad for any city. You you can no don't make fun of what the Lions used to be or the Jags used to be or the Texans used to be. You are the epitome right now. You epitomize putrid NFL football in New England where it used to be the measuring stick for greatness and execution and professionalism. You're the other end now. Uh the socials right now are at least having a sense of humor about what we just uh you know grinned and bore if you will act at eric londergan that game was our way of paying back germany for what they did at pearl harbor i see what you did there eric Jesus. and i appreciate it <laughs> do we make jokes about wars uh not really that's why i didn't make any mention of reparations or anything like that because yep. we just had veterans day two days ago and we do treat the efforts of the people that are the bravest members of our society and who have provided for our freedoms in our football Quite seriously. So there will be no jokes at that particular expense because he twisted the history around there. I allowed it to fly. That being said, I mean what I mean what I said to anyone. Andy, imagine just being okay. Obviously, you know, I'm still a diehard Pats fan to my own emotional detriment at this point. You still have some roots and traces and threads of fandom in your body somewhere. I know they're in there just like I am knew that there was still good left in Anakin Skywalker. But each week this team sees is looking to drive it out of us more and more and more. But imagine just, you know, you are the Tailgater 2000 crew. You're the Silver Bullet. You're the, the 300s guys that have not missed a game in 47 years. You set up the home gate today. You got the German beers and the Bloody Marys and the brunch. And you now have basically, uh, you have based your entire day around this. You were looking forward to it. This entire season has just been just so frustrating and so disappointing. But at this point now, it is 1220. You are left with a 2-8 and eight football team. You believe your football coach is likely on his way out after his legendary six Super Bowl winning career. You have no idea what the direction of the franchise is. You're not even sure who's very talented on the team. You don't have a quarterback. And your owner, wearing a puffy coat next to his son, who's likely soon to take over the team, looked like he wanted to cry up in the box. I mean, there aren't enough boots of German Helles Lager or Kolsch to wash away the pain. But are there enough top five picks to wash away the pain? Oh, Caleb! Caleb! Caleb, save us! Caleb! 
I'd Drake, ask, JJ, somebody. I'll take whoever. Take somebody. Somebody who will inject not only hope, but entertainment value, life into the page. This, am I going too far to saying this is a lifeless team right now? No, you are not. No. When I said that, they, when I'm like, there's, there was nothing entertaining about that game unless you like, like I did at the top of the show, devolve into one of those manic laughs where you just like almost feel like you're losing your mind momentarily or having like a, a, a mini episode. There's nothing fun about this. There's nothing enjoyable. Watching Mac Jones get sacked time and again, watching his atrocious footwork, watching... You know, hey, Miles Bryant at least had a pick today. You weren't able to win on a day where Miles Bryant redeemed himself with an interception. My God. Watching Gardner Minshew have 11 seconds to run around the pocket and find uh, Josh Downs for a backbreaker of a first down. I mean, watching Bailey Zappi end the game because Mac Jones was so bad, you had to bring in the backup that the offensive coordinator doesn't like that you cut during the preseason and brought back out of desperation, throw a game-ending pick in Germany on a fake snap play when the guy was quadruple covered, just show me on the doll where this is supposed to be fun. Yeah, there was no fun. No fun, sir, uh, in this team. And that's, I mean, I guess for a little bit there, they got the the running backs going early on the first drive and then they a did. little bit in the second half. Yep. Ramondre Stevenson ran as hard uh, as he's run all year as productively. He was running guys over, getting the extra yardage, but... They continue to not be able to stay on the field on third down. They continue to not be able to make any really impact, game-changing, positive plays. And we talk about it. The The ratio of positive plays to negative plays for them is like one-to-one, one, whereas everybody else is in the whatever, five-to-one, ten-to-one, twenty-one. our yeah. estimation, yeah. Yeah, and it just it's the same thing, whether it's penalties, stupid little things, which I agree with Jason uh, McCourty, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Juju Smith-Schuster illegal shift late in the game, I don't really know why that was an illegal shift. I only saw one guy moving, and you can have a guy in motion. He does not have to reset. So um, the referees were questionable, although I don't think they were questionable in the helmet-to-helmet hit that everybody got all worked up with. To me, that in 2023, that's a penalty every single play. That's a contemporary penalty for sure. Yes. Yeah, no. 20 years ago, Jelani Tavai, hell of a play. But it's 2023 you play in, so you can't do that. (laughs) Hey, but if it's Rich Eisen, that's a football play, not a penalty. Yeah. Rich Eisen's a bit of a clown, huh? He, I mean, he's a pro-Patriot guy. He's a honk. He's an absolute Patriots honk, but he's, well, he's not a Michigan guy. He's play. a Michigan guy, too, so there's some connections. Oh, yeah, there no, he's well. all in on Brady. He loves Robert. He's tight with them. I think he's even from New England, isn't he? He's from around uh, here. or he's, His wife or his, is. His, his wife, wife is. is from around here. Yeah. So has ties to the region, ties to the team. He's, he's a bit of a Patriots honk, um, but it wasn't a great broadcast. I know nobody else. I missed the Chad Ryland field goal because my local cable went to like a lawyer commercial before he kicked it pre-snap. <laughs> it was like they didn't even care about the field goal. Question, was that more entertaining than the field goal? And, uh, and hey, no. I'm not Chad a big Ryland ambulance miss- chaser guy. <laughs> Missing a kick as well, which, of course, put the Patriots in need of having to go for a touchdown later. And then, of course, Mac Jones was like, hey, you guys want this more. In the end, the crazy thing is, Andy, the Patriots may benefit in the long term for it, but we had to suffer and endure the God, just the misery of the watch and a lousy football game, as Rich Keefe would say, just plain lousy. The final, once again, from Frankfurt at Waldenstadt. Indianapolis Colts 10, Patriots 6. Might be looking for somebody to cheer you up. Maybe you're just looking for a place to vent. I don't know. We're not in the business of trying to create more misery where obviously not a lot of happiness grows these days. But, Andy, I just don't see how, straight up, 
This is not one of those like, oh, you guys never really appreciated how good you had it type of comments. I just don't see how you can divine any positive, save for possibly securing a greater draft pick from today's game and everything that went into it. Robert Kraft told us, and we'll hear from Mr. Kraft in just a couple minutes here on the postgame show. It's from before the game, not after the game. And we will take Bill Belichick and Mac Jones live as soon as they step to the podium. We may even hear from Bailey Zappi as well. Knowing that it took them 10 years to get that game, knowing how excited all the European football fans, European Patriots fans, German Pats fans were, knowing how much people were looking forward to at least like we said all week long on the podcast and on, on terrestrial radio, hey, at least you can have a, a brunch, have your brats, have your, your German beers, your Bloody Marys, and have a nice time watching the game. And to think that's what you got. I mean, I just, if somebody can offer a positive from this besides the dra- besides possibly securing a better draft pick come next April or May, please let me know. I would really, really, really love to know because I love few things more in this life than watching the Patriots and cheering my, on my favorite football team. But I'm just at a, I'm at a, I'm obviously not at a loss for words, but at the same time, I am. Well, I think the um, real cynical Patriot fan would say this is a wake-up call for Robert Kraft, Jonathan Kraft. Not only are we not good enough, like, you're not even doing anything to make it good enough. I know there's a portion of the fan base that questions spending and finances and investment and whatever from them. Um, this has to serve as some sort of an international wake-up call. You went, you you had a game that was literally a decade in the making in your, whatever they call it, international home territory of, of Germany, and... You fell on your face. You embarrassed yourself. You're left. There's an image in the closing of the broadcast with Bill sort of rubbing his forehead and, and upper face with both hands that, to me, is the image of this season. Like, it's the it's the visual version of the 2009, I just can't get this team to do what I want it to do. And for Robert, and I know we'll listen to the audio to say, you know, we didn't expect this. Well, you probably should have because a lot of us that were analyzing this team said, your team's not that talented. You're the fourth best team in your division. Whether we thought it would bottom out like this, no. But you were not primed uh, talent-wise to compete with the best teams in the NFL. You like It was a mirage if you were convincing yourself of that. It was false confidence, whatever you want to call it. So if you are a, a real cynical fan, this game on a national stage, on the network that Robert Kraft helped build, this could be a wake-up call of, of global proportions. I just noticed on the platform formerly known as Twitter <clears throat> that uh, in the what's happening trending side of things, in my feed, it's Colts at Patriots, Mac Jones, and then trending right beneath Mac Jones, Knobloch. Now, I'm wondering, did something happen to Chuck Knobloch, or did enough people see the way Mac Jones threw Must some be. of those footballs yep. towards the end? Of- no, nope. it's it? absolutely got to be he has the yips and he can't complete throws just like Chuck Knobloch. Yeah, I'm just going to make sure him. I don't want anything to, uh, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, that to would have, be bad if we talked about it. And to he's have dead. happened. Nope. Uh, it's somebody else. Chris Knobloch will be the or, the new Oilers head coach. Congratulations to Chris with a K. Knobloch, who will be the new head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Okay, well, uh, I will go Andy the other direction <laughs> and that? say Mac Jones is now throwing the ball like a combination of Rick Ankiel and Chuck Knobloch. He has no confidence. He's Correct. aiming everything. That was hideous. The throw before it in the red zone was hideous. He tried the left-handed, underhanded, could have ended oh in pure God. chaos throw. Like <laughs> What the? Matt Chatham retweeted that with just like, hey, there's been pressure on me all day and I can't get a first down or in the end zone. But YOLO, I mean, what are you doing? 
Like the, a left hand. This isn't Patriots football. Yes, I know it is, Andy, because they have been oh, in a is. downward trend. Has been for three plus years. It has. I know. So it is Patriots football. And like you said, yes, this does need to be a wake up call to Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft and the organization that great change is going to have to sweep through Foxborough this offseason. Like ge- generational change, franchise altering change is going to have to come to town to fix things because this ain't it. I mean, this, they will. They will teach you to do the exact opposite of the majority of what the Pats did in this game. And also, by the way, just quick stat before we get to the calls. Andy, the Indianapolis Colts had scored 20 or more points in every game all season long. The Patriots held them to 10 points today. This defense undermanned, outgunned most of their better players. No Juwan Bentley, obviously. No Matt Judon, no Christian Gonzalez. They played their asses off, and they held the Indianapolis Colts to 10 points today. And this is what they get. Might name? need to change thumbs up, thumbs down to who gets to go back on the plane back home. Yeah, that's a good. How, yeah, sit. Yeah, who's getting left in Germany? All yeah. y'all. Oh, oh boy, that will be a zesty portion of the program, to say the least. All right, let's take it to the phones. Let's hear what you guys have to say. The Pets loyalist and Foxborough faithful are pretty fired up right now. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your telephone number. Let's go to Fran in Boston. Fran, welcome to the Six Rings Post Game Show. Hey, good, good. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, uh, two points. First, you asked for something positive. Yes, sir. I will tell you the good. The good news is they will not be picking up his fifth-year option. So that's <laughs> very, very positive, right? It's going to be a huge financial savings on that end of the uh, equation. He will not. They should not. And if they do, shame on the Patriots. So that's the positive. Um, the second point, very quickly, is I, I know you said the play calling has been horrible, but I guess I look at Mac Jones and I say, what else can you call to shield him from creating another turnover? I think the opposite. I think that the offensive coordinator, I think they all have to go to a game plan for a rookie quarterback because he keeps turning the ball over. I don't think it's his fault more than it's Mac Jones's fault. That's my last point. Appreciate the call, friend. Thanks very much. Uh, I don't think the play call, I mean, I don't think the, do you have a big issue with the play calling? I mean, what do you want them to do? Yeah, I don't have a huge issue. I mean, it's it's the same thing we've talked all year. There's not a lot that's going on um, talent-wise. And right. I joke all the time, like, when you don't have a quarterback and you don't have a running game and you don't have a passing game and your line stinks, mm-hmm. you, there's there's not much you can do. Yeah, I would just love to know what people think, Bill. Maybe that's why in that clip that went hype. Oh, Bill Belichick at the podium. Similar theme that we've had other games this year. Just too many missed opportunities, and uh, in all three phases of the game. So just got to you know play better situational football and do a better job taking advantage of the opportunities that we have. We just didn't do a good enough job today. Yeah, we'll worry about next week. Next week, the game just finished like a half hour ago. Core game in the front row. Bill, what made Bailey Zappi the best option after that? Yeah, I just thought it was time for a change. Mike Reese, the front row, far right. Bill, was any of that related to injury? Yeah, uh, look, I made the decision. That's what it was. Uh, we'll deal with next week. Next week. 
second row? Bill, do you still have faith in Mac Jones as your quarterback? I have faith in all our players. Yeah, it was good. It's good energy in the stadium. Yeah, they're into it. It's a good day. Back to Mike Reese in the front row, far right. Bill, on the um, all-out punt rush, is that the way that you wanted to play that play? Um, no, not exactly, but yeah, I mean, he had a good ball. But you definitely didn't want to return her back. Well, there are a couple of different options in the play, but you know, Hunter ended up hitting a good ball. Sanchez had a good ball, got a good roll on it. So, Kai far right. Does pushing Mac Jones in that situation with the game on the line make it more difficult for the insert him as a starting quarterback? Yeah, well, again, we'll deal with next week. Next week. In the front row, uh, coach, are you happy with the return you're getting from Ezekiel Elliott? Look, I think a lot of players are, you know, are playing pretty good football, but, you know, as a team, we're just not doing enough things that we need to do to win. So, so everybody needs to do better. Simple as that. A couple final questions here in the front row. Coach, how much does the talk about your job security bother you? Yeah, I'm, I'm just doing the best I can every day. I think we all feel that way. I think we're all disappointed in the season. But we'll keep going here. We've got seven games to go. I'll be ready to go next week against the Giants. All right. Someone want to let the coach know that the Giants game is in two weeks? I know he means. <laughs> oh, next you're week. taking cheap shots now. Oh, you bet I am, Andy. Um, you bet I am. So uh, Not a great week for Bill Belichick in any and many ways, but nope. holy smokes. But uh, I, I thought he was very uh, honest there. Got seven games to go. I think that's yeah. it. I think that's the most telling quote there. I mean, there's others. I just thought it was time for a change. I agree. Um, I think I that just can thought be used it was for the organization. For a change. Come on. Yeah. No. And, that's and you're a gonna benching, you, Andy. You're going to pretend you didn't think about next week or two weeks from now when making that decision that there is a lasting effect to the third benching of the year for Mac Jones, benching him in that situation. Like... If you're not thinking big picture as well as little picture fourth quarter here in Germany, then it's just another example of how you lost your way, Coach. So it is what it is. Seven games to go. At Jay McComber, 75. One of the worst parts about this Patriots season is even at Fitzy GFY is ready to revolt on the Six Rings postgame show. Once you lose Fitzy, you've lost the fan base. Oh, Jeff, no. I will watch each and every game, and not just because I am duty-bound in a professional capacity. I'll watch every game as bad as they are this season, next season, like I always have, like I labored through as a kid, like I used to do in my teens, like I did when they got better, like I did when they were awesome, like I did when they were the gold standard, like I did when Cam Newton took over and they let Brady go, like I did through the first two years of Mac Jones's tenure as co as quarterback, and like I will when Will Greer, Bailey Zappi, Malik Cunningham, anyone starts two weeks from now. Side note, Andy, uh, a couple people have replied to me in this capacity as well. Is there any way in the world that game would have been possibly worse or more unwatchable if, as we joked previously, 
Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, who were used as advertising components and promotional elements to attract people to this ugh of a game, would it have been? Could it have possibly been any worse? Um, legitimately, sure. But if you're if they had played your rules and you're not allowed to hit the quarterback and you yeah, just let red those non-contact two guys jersey play, on both, yeah, then it would have been much better. Much better because there were open receivers that both quarterbacks missed with some regularity. Even some of the catches made by the Colts were like diving extended catches and mm, some things. True. But, yeah, if you put Peyton Manning and Tom Brady out there, it would be, would have been a more entertaining product. It, it couldn't have got – I mean, I thought the crowd did a nice job kind of entertaining themselves with Sweet Caroline and uh, Take Me Home, West Virginia, and those various singing and, and different things, bringing that European flavor to it. But – I mean, this is a this is a fan base that's used to watching football, right? They're used to low yes. scoring and whatever, but this was low scoring of a non. This was not a beautiful game. They like to call theirs the beautiful game. <laughs> this was an ugly game, literally, figuratively, whatever you want to say. This was ugly. Would you rather take this game or the game versus the Jets last season on well, the game winning punt? That return. ended, Joe, because that at return, least right. had one moment that provided a visceral thrill. And that was like a so- that was actually like a soccer match. Like there was build yeah. up, build up, wait, boring, no scoring, flopping, sucking, and then ooh, ooh, corner big kick. play, goal! With thirty seconds left, beautiful long corner kick and a header in. Right? Oh my, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, this was. This was. I don't remember. Again, we we get caught up in the recency bias, so I'm doing that. But this was hideous. Like that throw. I don't think we can. Over criticized that interception by Mac Jones. Just how I think the three of us would have made that throw. I, I literally do. I'm like, I'm not being, oh, yeah, anybody can play. Just there was nobody behind Mike Kosicki. If you miss that throw, you have to miss it deep, right? Over him. How you thro- underthrow him by what, five yards maybe? In, and give the, the chance for the turnover? It was just, you know what? It, it had that feel of like, third string backup quarterback gets his shot and the mm-hmm. real player is going for the touchdown and just like almost like when Randy Moss used to be dismissive of Andrew Walter in his time with the Raiders like this guy's not worth my time I'm not going to waste mm-hmm. my energy on this guy throwing the football he's incapable that was sort of the look and the situational feel of that throw from Mac Jones that was a throw that is not only not a franchise quarterback not a starting quarterback that's not an NFL quarterback that makes that throw like his career I don't want, like, his career is petering out before our eyes. Not in New England. I think his NFL career. He'll get another shot because he's a first-round pick and college success and all those things, but his career is petering out before his and our eyes, and that throw was symbolic of it. Yeah, it's just a... I, I just... the Having to go through the whole entire... Is it his fault? Is it Bill's fault? Is it the line's fault? Is it personnel's fault? Is it Billy O's fault? Is it Patricia? I'm tired of trying to figure out who and why is at fault. It just is what it is. Like That's one of our operating football phrases. It has been for decades around here. It is what it is. And right now, Mac Jones just isn't getting it done. Whether he needs a break, whether he needs... Uh, whether he needs to just sort of like go back to football school, whether he needs to just... Go to a different organization altogether. Absolutely. I mean, like change of scenery. He's a classic change clean, of scenery example. Clean break, I don't know if yes. it'll work, but right. he's a classic change of scenery example where he needs to move on with no one. He, I don't even think he can be like, oh, Josh goes somewhere and brings him in. I think he needs a clean break from mm-hmm. anything that ever associated with him and the New England Patriots. He needs to go. All right, as far we are away. Wi- 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you a thousand and ten percent, Partnero. And we are waiting to see if Mac Jones will be stepping to the podium momentarily. That's why we have not t- gone to break or taken a call. We will take a quick call right now. And unfortunately, if Mac Jones does step to the podium, we will have to lose the call. Please do call back and we'll let you finish your thought. But Jimmy and Malden, you're next on the Six Rings Post Game Show. I wonder what the German word for suck is, because that's what the <laughs> Patriots do. Save that, I'd Joe. Rather watch, I'd rather watch Mego dancing on a moon cloud over the Rainbow Bridge in a psychedelic daydream than watch his Patriots team. Zalden. If Mac was a racehorse, he'd be sent to the glue factory. <laughs> <laughs> right there on wrong. the track? You're not wrong. Oh, but, Jimmy. Wow. That's a, yes. uh, that's I wouldn't a even want there. to put poor Mego through any machinations like that. Up oh, and here's Mac Jones. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm good. I just uh, got a little bruised, but I'm good. No clue. I mean, we there's two seconds left, and it was I mean, we needed 60 yards. So I don't know. It was a terrible throw. Um, practiced it, hit it in practice. It's not a good throw, and I mean, I knew where to go. I just didn't do it. Didn't do it right. Yeah. Yeah, there were some things that I was working through, but um doesn't matter. No excuses. Yeah, I just try to go through my reads and hit the open guy. Um, just, you know, I got to do a better job of that. And it's really hard, you know, out there in, in the NFL. It's really good defense, but there was a lot of open guys out there that I could have hit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we're not there yet, but I always use the bye week to evaluate myself and the team and, and everything I can do better. And there's a lot of things clearly I need to do better, and I'm always going to work. Um, I know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just told me I was out of the game, so I, I wasn't playing very good, so uh, I got taken out of the game. Uh, before the two-minute drive at the end of the game. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of what it was. Matt, what was your reaction to that decision by the coaching staff? Um, I'm not sure. I think it's hard, right? It's, it's, it's a difficult situation. But at the end of the day, I really did want the team to win. I'll always be that person. Um, and I know that, you know, we didn't win, so it's, it's hard for everybody. But um, I have to play better to not even be in that situation. And... You know, it's it's not ideal for anybody, right? No one, no one is going to do good in that situation. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I got to play better. So, I mean, to make people believe, you got to be better. So, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I put a lot of work into it. I got a lot of faith in myself, but 
Um, there's just things I got to get fixed and just learn, right? Just keep learning and figure it out. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, just like I said, didn't play very well, and um, I've played well in my career before, but just not right now. So it'll uh, it's peaks and valleys, but I'm kind of in a valley right now, and just got to bounce back. So thank you. That is a broken man right there, Andy. Absolutely. You can hear I mean, the you can sad hear the in Mac Jones's voice. I thought he was going to cry. I thought there was a chance he was going to have to end that press conference out of emotion. He is a He's not. You're right. He's not just a broken quarterback. He's a broken man right now, and um, that's that's dads. tough to see. That's yeah, tough to see. Yeah, we're both dads. We both care about people, but believe it or not, uh, I'm just because we're both old enough technically to be Mac Jones's dad doesn't mean yep. the guy needs a hug from either of us. But at the same time, that's just someone who needs a hug right there. Like, yeah, and he's it, not going to get it from his coaches. <laughs> nope, he's not. He's not going to get he, it from Billy O. He's not going to get it from Bill Belichick. Uh, I don't even know what to say or how the Patriots should handle this bye week uh, in the time that they're going to need to spend apart before they come together and try to salvage what's left of the seven games in the 2023 season. But, oh, man. That I will just, say he did um, – it, it did just open the door a little bit to an injury going to the X-ray room. Apparently mm-hmm. reporters saw him go to the X-ray room. He said he's yep. just dealing with a bruise. But he also – he said uh, dealing, you know, mechanical on the throw, the bad throw, and dealing some, some things. What do you say? Fighting through some things. Mm-hmm. That, it was a back footer, though, Andy. It was a back footer. No, and, and that's, that's I think, part of, you know, when I ranted a couple weeks ago, like, throw the effing ball. Like, don't aim it, throw it. And he's lost the ability to just play. And that's where I go to the Chuck Knobloch, Rick Ankiel. You're thinking. You're aiming. You're not doing what you've done for – whatever, 15 years from Pop Warner through high school, just trusting your ability and your arm and your mechanics. He is he is broken on every level, physical, mentally, as a competitor, as a football player. I just, I don't know. You're almost doing him a disservice, and I am still a believer that he's the most talented quarterback they have, but right now, you're not getting to his ability. You're not getting his talents, and I think it may be irresponsible to put him back out there right now I just I don't know that you can you've you've broken him to the point where it's irreparable damage and uh, Bailey Zappi Will Greer whoever might be the better option I do not disagree with you in the least and I know it's my job too but I just can't find any flaws in your statement or the logic therein. 